Yes, yes, yes. Gang gang. Gang gang. Mmm, ice cream so good. Mmm, mmm, ice cream so good. Balloon. Gang gang. Gang gang. Yes, yes, yes. Gang gang. Yes, yes, yes. Gang gang. Grab, grab, grab. Gang gang. Mmm, ice cream so good. Mmm, mmm, ice cream so good. Gang gang. Balloon. Gang gang. Gang gang. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you may be asking yourself, what in the hell is happening? What was that about? Why did we do that? And that's the reaction us and many other people on Twitter had earlier this week. What am I looking at here? Uh, when we were exposed to a side of the internet not meant for our eyes. Mm -hmm. This feeling, similar to lifting up a big rock and finding hundreds of strange bugs scurrying underneath, used to be a common occurrence on the internet back in the days before everything happened on three or four websites. <laughs> yeah. But despite being much more rare nowadays, every once in a while something truly baffling is discovered lurking under the internet's surface. Something that seems to defy all explanation, no matter how long you gaze at it. We already gave you our poorly mimicked version of this phenomenon, but before we discuss this any further, you really need to see the real thing. Yeah. Good. Mmm. Coconut so good. Mmm. Coconut so good. Balloon. Grab, 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 grab. So spicy. Um, 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 ice cream, yum! Kitty boss. Mmm, ice cream so good. Mmm, ice cream so good. Take your CR, take your mustard. Mmm, ice cream so good. Take your sky. Mmm, pumpkin, yum! Mmm, hot dogs, yum! I'm hungry. Um, um. Gang gang. Gang gang. Gang gang. Mmm, <sighs> ice cream so good. Gang gang. Gang gang. Yes, yes, yes. Gang gang. So all of these clips originate on TikTok, which automatically puts them way outside our wheelhouse since we are not TikTok users and do not fall under TikTok's core demographic, Generation Z. We were, of course, aware of, uh, you know, the things going on on TikTok, and we've seen countless TikTok videos, but this is like nothing we've ever seen. And that's because these aren't just TikTok clips. They're TikTok live clips. TikTok's live streaming function definitely does not get the same sort of viral spread that TikTok's normal videos get. But like other live streaming platforms like Twitch, it seems to have very quickly developed its own insular culture, incomprehensible to outsiders. And that's especially true for this specific subgenre of TikTok streaming. Thankfully, others were able to figure out what we were not. They, someone has a grasp on this, and they've done the research and they figured out what the hell is going on here. It's like when I came out of the woods and had heard that someone had rizzed up baby Gronk. I, I look at this stuff now, I'm realizing my age and saying, what? Yeah, these are these are increasingly, everything happening on the internet sounds like a, a code word that's gonna activate my MK Ultra programming and send me to like kill someone. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Gang gang. Baby Gronk just got rizzed up. Oh, I ice must, cream so good. I must kill the queen. Ice cream so good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so here's Dexerto. Even our own writers were a little confused when clips of TikToker Pinky Doll's live streams permeated the Twitter barrier earlier this week. More so because of her decision to use a hair straightener to make popcorn, but the obvious was there too. What is happening here? Why is this young woman repeating phrases on an apparent loop? 
The easy answers to those questions came when it was discovered she was being paid using TikTok's sticker function, and the phrases corresponded to the stickers people paid for. Now the next question in the logical path of inquiry has arisen. Who's paying for this, and why? The answer is apparently people with what has been coined an NPC kink. So yeah, it turns out uh, all of the canned phrases and actions that these streamers do over and over are reactions to specific stickers, which are a form of donations on TikTok. So the GG sticker triggers the gang gang reaction. The ice cream sticker triggers the mmm, ice cream so good reaction, and so on. I also want to point out, I love the beginning of their reporting uh, because this is how it feels to see this happen, is that it escapes from TikTok and into the greater internet at large, and everyone goes, whoa, 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 whoa. What's happening? What have we been missing on this other platform? Yeah, this is like when COVID crossed between, like, bats and humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or crossed the ocean or anything like that. We're just like, wait, what's going on? But, yeah, the streamer's reactions are similar to those of a video game non-playable character, or NPC, which has a limited set of canned reactions to certain stimuli. And while calling this a fetish might seem like a bit of an overreaction, the amount of money that these streams generate, despite being inherently repetitive, would seem to suggest that viewers are getting at least some sort of sexual pleasure out of it, or at the very very least, a gratifying sense of control. They're like playing a real-life video game. Right. Yeah. It is kind of, I mean, it's like people who play slot machines, they know they're probably going to leave with less money than they came there for, but there is something about uh, putting money into a machine and having it light up and do the same things over and over again that is satisfying to the simple human mind. Yes. Or at least some part of it. That's right. I want to say that, much like they point out, the thing that confused me the most and that I was the most interested in, and maybe this is a tactic to get people to stay, was the popcorn kernel on the hair straightener. Right. Because have we seen it pop yet? Uh, I think I saw at one point it did pop, and she does, in the clips I've seen, when they pop, like, she puts them in this little bowl next to her. Mm. Um, well, we don't know what happens next, but I'm sure something but, very Yeah, and then that that falls into the same category of, like, um, that other weird phenomenon that also feels completely foreign to me, where uh, you can't just watch a video of something. You also need to have someone cutting Play-Doh with a knife and someone playing Subway Surfers. Yes, that's shit the, like, uh, that. like the ADD uh, yeah. brain so it's viral like, video machine. If she was just saying, gang, gang, mm, ice cream so good, yes, 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 balloon, mm, pop, 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 that might lose your attention if you weren't invested in the popcorn kernel eventually popping Honestly, under the heat of the hair Brilliant stainer. when you think about it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is... Uh, this is like human SEO. This is this is an algorithm mm-hmm. in human form. Yeah, this has been perfected. Like the, there there's been, you know, not as entertaining versions of this for sure for months, but we haven't as a collective internet community seen them because they haven't breached uh yeah. this one is what I am what I'm assuming is the most perfect version so far. Yeah, there's this girl, and then there's, like, one other one. I guess, I think this did so start like, off... The, like, pixie girl with the ear, the elf yeah, ears? Yeah, yeah. Which is even weirder to me, because that one's definitely a fetish. I mean, yeah, they're that... both a fetish, but that one's definitely a fetish. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, as with most niche online trends, by the time our old asses find out about them, they have definitely already been around for a long time, mm-hmm. just lurking, just out of sight. 
Uh, here's Know Your Meme, which is a website that has become increasingly useful as we've fallen more and more out of touch with the youth. It's the millennial Snopes. Yeah. <laughs> NPC streaming is a type of TikTok live stream in which the streamer acts or is perceived as acting like a video game NPC by mimicking idle animations, only saying something or performing a specific action when gifted, the action or phrase changing depending on the gift. The streams began to increase in virality throughout 2022 and were popularized by TikTokers like Nachu Coco, notably going viral across Twitter and other platforms in July 2023 when TikToker Pinky Dolls videos gained widespread attention. Okay, so this so has been go, going yeah. for over a year. Yeah, this is just, it's been, it's being perfected over time. Yeah. Uh, and and I, what we got is like the penultimate form of it. It is interesting that this arose on TikTok as opposed to like, you know, Twitch. Yeah. Where I, from my knowledge, nothing like this exists. However, there are, of course, parallels. Yeah. Um, and just the very act of donating to someone to get the satisfaction of them saying your name, like, that falls under the same sort of uh, this gratification, is... probably. What what takes this to the next level for me and makes me try to understand it with the younger generation mm -hmm. is that with Twitch, typically, uh, you're sitting down for a little while, and also the discoverability so far, I, apparently they just fixed a little bit of it, hasn't been great. Whereas TikTok, you're swiping through, you see this, you're like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? You stop and, to, uh, even if you don't, if, even, if, even, if, even if you're not seeking it out, you are going to stop to at least... And that's how they get you. The algorithm says, oh, this person sat here for 30 seconds. They and must love this. Separate comparison, Twitch, uh, these kind of notifications and stuff, they haven't been fully made to feel like you're in a casino with sounds going off all the time. Mm. This is a very rapid, nonstop, yes. the entire content is just responding at rapid succession. If there were less things coming in, and, and it is insane how many uh, bells and whistles TikTok yes, yes, has on yes. it. So the variety... The, the frequency and the response is really what's capturing people because you're like, well, this is nuts. Yeah. This never ends. There's no breath of, like, there's no taking a breath and calming down. This is, it is never ending. Yeah, it's, uh, right. I mean, if you've spent five minutes watching this, there's no cue for you to leave. No. You've been here for five minutes. Nothing's I want to see that kernel pop. And, uh, yeah, you're, this is what you're doing now. You like this it. This is you my life now. You don't know why you like it, but it's free. <laughs> Few things in life are free. It's free for it's you if, free you're, if you're not the one dropping the stickers or whatever. Right. But yeah. eventually you decide, hey, maybe I drop a sticker. And you Wouldn't do it and you're like, oh my God. I dropped the ice cream and she, she stuck her tongue out and said, mmm, ice cream's so good. Let, <laughs> let's try the GG. Oh my God. She did gang gang. L-E-D-T-C. Gang gang. Oh my God. Oh. Dopamine. Just That's rushing right. through me. These are the new casinos. And that's why Kick is so desperate to get people hooked. Anyways, there, this is definitely a topic where no matter how many questions of ours get answered, we still have plenty of questions. And regarding this potential kink aspect of it, here's Distractify. This kind of monetization has been criticized for its gambling-adjacent nature. There you go. Uh, BBC News even released a 2019 article titled, TikTok's Young Fans Exploited for Digital Gifts. But this is only one controversy attached to NPC streaming. Many believe NPC streaming allows viewers slash donors to fulfill their control kinks, some comparing the influencer genre to OnlyFans and internet sex work. 
Comedian and journalist Meredith Dietz touched on this in a TikTok video, explaining that enough people out there have something of a control fetish, and that drives them to donate in exchange for feeling like they're controlling this real human like their own personal video game character. So is that potentially dehumanizing for the creator? Sure, but isn't it dehumanizing to work like any corporate job? She questioned. There's simply a market for everything. You know people are selling their farts in jars, right? Got a point. There's a lot of weird shit out there. You're right. Everybody's being exploited. You might as well be the one in control, seizing the memes of production. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, and based on the amount of donos, I mean, this seems like this is working out very well for the people doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that's awesome. What's great is that, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood really starved for content right now. So the Pinky Doll movie is coming post-haste. David Zaslav's going to be on TikTok live streaming himself yeah. doing this. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, gang, WB gang, gang gang. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Well, anyway, this is all just, it's a very weird glimpse at a side of human nature that we would have remained blissfully ignorant of, if not for TikTok. And honestly, would have preferred to have remained blissfully ignorant of. Don't worry. Um, we'll, we'll probably never see this again. After this episode and, and the virulosity goes away. But it's, it's already, it's in my brain. That's it's planted true. like a seed. Like, we haven't heard about Baby Gronk in months, and I still sometimes find myself thinking about how Baby Gronk rizzed up Livy. Well, because of you, I got triggered again recently because you made me start the other two, and it immediately starts with damn Daniel jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, damn Daniel. That's been like, what, 10 years? Jesus. Uh, yeah, getting up there. Anyway, yeah, so sex robots are still only in the realm of science fiction for now. And previously, we would have assumed that people wanted sex robots to have sex with, but now we're not so sure. Mm -hmm. When sex robots do eventually become a thing, are people just going to spend all day making them repeat a bunch of phrases like a doll with a pull string? Or does this fetish only work if the NPC is an actual human being saying the phrases because you gave them money? Mm. We don't know. And frankly, we don't want to know. This is why no one wants AI. They just want the same repetitive phrases over and over again. Yes, yes, yes. If the sex doll gets too smart, ju just like what actually happened, where the guy's like, ugh. Oh, got bored with my sex doll, yeah. or it started talking about something. It wasn't interested in me, in me anymore. So it's, it's, it's going to be a tough future out there. I hate this. Yeah. This has all been deeply upsetting, and we would like to go touch some grass and discuss this no further. That's right. And hopefully, I, look, you're right, this is probably going to blow over. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be one of those things that's referenced probably at the end of the year or on one of CNN's I Remember mm -hmm. the 2010 series. But, uh, you know, for now, I think after this video... We can all put it behind us. Unless something even crazier happens in the evolution of NPC donation yeah. TikTok live it's just streams. another meme of the moment. You, you matched it up with another meme. You put it on the orb. I did. Play that... the video. Mmm, ice cream so good. Mmm, ice cream so good. Yes, 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 yes. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Take you, Blake. Take you, Jace. Gang, gang. That damn orb. That Las Vegas orb, I it scares me. I would not want to be in Las Vegas. It seems too bright. Well, also seems scary. Seems like I'd be driving and just get mesmerized. Apparently, there haven't been accidents yet, at least that I've seen in the news. But uh, it is odd that they debuted it in literally the most inhospitable time of the year, too. Yeah, you're not outside. You're, no, you are in the casino. And it, well, it is an affront to God. First of all. Second of all, the best way I saw it described was that it seems like the weak point on the boss battle that is planet Earth. Mm. Yeah, that's the that's the hole that Luke Skywalker needs to fire the rockets into. The craziest thing is, so that 
it's a venue inside. Yeah. It doesn't open until like later in the month, but apparently the inside is completely covered in LEDs too, which like they say for like concerts, like the visuals are like, that'd be crazy. The first live concert, at least music artist that's playing there is U2. Yeah, it's going to be fucking nuts. Like, Imagine like an EDM, imagine like Excision or will, Skrillex or something yeah, inside that thing. People will have serotonin, like uh, fatal serotonin syndrome, not from any drugs, just no. from uh, just from all those lights. I hope that place is air conditioned and yeah. has lots of water to pass out because, look, I might I might have to make the pilgrimage too, just because yeah. how, to how do you top being on drugs inside of that sphere it's during an EDM concert? Inside of a sphere made entirely out of LED panels. I don't care how old I am, whenever that happens, I'll probably be there to experience yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Not on shrooms, though. That would be a bad... You'd be just be walking up to it and see the eyeball version that they do of it and be like, nah, you know what? I think I'm good. I think it could be fun. Yeah, we'll have to try and see. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, we do have much more news for you today that's uh, more typical of uh, what we cover on this show. <laughs> Starting with Mike Lindell. You know, the MyPillow guy. I, uh, he's not doing so good. No, no, no. No, he's not sleeping well. He's in uh, the money's gone. Well, the money's gone. Uh, at one point, Mike Lindell, he, he had really made it. He actually pulled himself up by his bootstraps from being a raging crack cocaine addict to running a pillow company worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And it's a shame, too, because the show between Mike Lindell and Hunter Biden being best pals and filming each other, banging hookers, would have been yeah. fantastic. Sadly, he went into the pillow business, but uh, he was... Obviously the face of the company and also unapologetically Christian and conservative, appearing in conservative media regularly to recite the latest talking points. And that's probably a big reason why the company was so successful. It's, yeah, it was Fox News. It wasn't News's just pillow. another pillow. It, like this pillow was a, a cultural statement to buy and own. Yes, it was like having the American flag. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, it was probably the most con successful conservative grift of the 21st century. But he just had to take things too far. Yeah, I mean, it, it was so successful that it's easy to not even think of it as a grift, but that's literally what it is. No one would be buying these fucking pillows if the pillow man wasn't on Fox News every night uh, saying the things they wanted to hear. Yeah, or appearing in your medicine cabinet to yell at you. Yeah. Hey, you look great, but you know what would be a lot better if you were sleeping on one of my pillows? Yeah, his ads, the old my pillow ads, I, I don't think they run any ads anymore, but the old ones pretty wild. Oddly enough, you know where I've heard the ads recently? AM radio. Well, what the fuck are you doing listening to that? Baseball games. Oh. Yeah, but yeah they're running on AM radio now. Enjoy that while you can. They're taking all of our AM radios away in the next, like, two it's, or three years. What's gonna it happen? Is the, it is... AM radio needs to stay. Gosh darn it. <laughs> It'll probably be a, a net good for American society if AM radio uh, vanishes. Oh, yeah, no, because of the everything else. I mean, they, they can split the sports on FM... I guess they'll probably put the rest of it on FM, too. But there's only so much room on the dial. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that there's a lot on AM radio for, like, low-income communities, uh, people who aren't from the United States. And uh, it serves a purpose. There yeah. are, just like every other entertainment medium, there are ways to that bad actors will exploit it. But, uh, baby, if you want to listen to baseball with zero delay, <laughs> AM radio. It's true. But enough about radio technology. <laughs> Let's talk about pillow technology and its consequences. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Mike Lindell, he had it all, and then he blew it. Instead of just questioning the results of the 2020 presidential election, like 
a normal conservative grifter. Yeah. Mike Lindell spent much of the past two and a half years pumping his vast fortune into efforts directly accusing various voting machine companies of rigging the election without ever having any actual proof, which not only got himself sued by those companies, but also scared away most of Lindell's old friends in conservative media who didn't want to find themselves also sued for giving him a platform. Mm -hmm. And on top of potentially losing basically everything in these defamation lawsuits, Lindell also was recently forced to pay $5 million after issuing a prove Mike wrong challenge and immediately being proven wrong by someone who looked at Lindell's supposed evidence of 2020 election fraud and proving that the data actually had nothing at all to do with the 2020 election. And if I remember correctly, that was another conservative guy who was just yeah. like, cool, I'll take the money. Yeah. And here's the local Minneapolis Star Tribune with the latest setback for Mike Lindell. My pillow is auctioning off hundreds of pieces of equipment and subleasing manufacturing space after several shopping networks and major retailers took the company's products off shelves. The Chaska-based manufacturer recently listed more than 850 surplus equipment items on the online auction site KBID. Sewing machines, industrial fabric spreaders, forklifts, and even desks and chairs are up for auction. Founder and CEO Mike Lindell said MyPillow has experienced a loss in revenue and the items are no longer needed as the company consolidates its operations. Major retailers such as Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Slumberland Furniture all said they will no longer sell MyPillow products as Lindell continues to falsely claim that the 2020 election was stolen from former President Donald Trump. By the way, it is the year 2023 and we are halfway through it. Yeah, we're almost to the next election. Quote, it was a massive, massive cancellation, Lindell said in a phone interview Monday. We lost $100 million from attacks by the box stores, the shopping networks, the shopping channels. All of them did cancel culture on us. I've been the victim of cancel culture once again. He's been canceled. And I'm back on the pipe. I mean, it must be a struggle. It probably is, and I don't wish... But again, you know, our, our theory, going back this whole fucking time, is that Mike Lindell's doctors have him on something that is essentially amphetamines, but, yeah. did, but didn't tell him what it is. Yeah. Just so he gets that fix without knowing he's getting the fix, he still thinks he's clean and sober, but that that has also fueled his downfall. I'm on methadone. <laughs> but yeah, nevertheless, Mike Lindell continues to insist that once the dust settles and all's said and done, quote, I will be vindicated. <laughs> I guess we'll see, but in the meantime, if you're in the Minneapolis area and in need of some cheap industrial or office equipment, um, I looked through this auction, there are, the number of items is staggering. It's like 18 pages of items. <laughs> there's, there's stuff in there that I, like, he's got like a whole palette of like air fryers. He's got massage tables, which like maybe he was like subcontracting to make those. It's not like a branded product. He's got a lot of stuff that you're like, why did you have that? Elliot, it's time to put that forklift certification to use. Uh, yeah, no, they got forklifts on there for like a couple hundred bucks. Hey, that's a that's a deal. It's a really cheap way. People to get, are going to be driving these things killed. around yeah. Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's difficult to believe that getting rid of all of this stuff only accounts for a slight downsizing like Mike Lindell claims. But then again, we have no idea how big of an operation my pillow was at its pre-cancellation peak. Maybe it was fucking huge. Mm. So yeah, that's your Mike Lindell update. Um, things are looking pretty dark for old Mike. 
But uh, the walls things, are closing in. Things are darkest before the dawn, as I, they say. He he definitely got grifted out of all that money because this is definitely him paying for uh, you know spy research into figuring out all of this stuff and people just telling him exactly what he wants. Oh, to Mike, hear. I can totally help you for that uh, with a for a fee. Same yeah. with whoever told him that they would be able to develop the Frank Speech website for him, which is a website picked straight out of 2002. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying it was going to be the next Twitter, and it's like literally just a personal website. I, I'm i losing everything, all of my equipment, and wh- the wh- I can't remember which one, but one of the diamond and silks died. Uh, I don't have any hosts left. Oh, poor Mike Lindell. Yeah. I don't care about him. Mm-hmm. I hope he suffers. Anyway, let's move on to some nautical news. Hey. Uh, we haven't heard much from the orcas in recent weeks, and that is despite Friday, this past Friday, being World Orca Day. They're busy. But we're just going to assume that they're still out there in the Strait of Gibraltar fucking shit up for boats, because if they weren't, we'd probably have heard about that by now. It's like when just they, the status quo. It's like when they stopped the war for Christmas. Yeah. Everyone played kickball or whatever. This is The orcas are saying, all right, guys, you gave us a day. We'll give you a day. Everything's fine. Yeah. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> I better not see any boats out here. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, that's all the... We don't really have any orca news for you, but we do have some news about some distant relatives of the orcas who have also been engaging in some strange behavior lately. Here's Insider. Gray whales put up such a fight against whalers and their boats, they earned the nickname Devilfish. Today, in the same places where the whales were hunted to the brink of extinction just decades ago, they swim right up to boats, enchanting and even befriending the people in them. One of those remarkable encounters was captured in March in the Ojo de Libre, a lagoon in Mexico's Baja Peninsula. The video showed a gray whale right beside a boat, allowing the captain to pick whale lice off its head. Although some thought the whale was purposefully going to the captain for help with the whale lice, which are actually crustaceans, not insects, experts told Insider that's probably not the case. Still, the fact that the gray whales of the Baja Lagoons interact with boats and humans at all baffles researchers. This is what's so strange. They were hunted almost to extinction. Andrew Trites, director of the Marine Mammal Research Unit at the University of British Columbia, told Insider, You would think being near a person in a boat is the last thing the few remaining gray whales would have ever done, and they would have had this disposition to avoid them at all costs, the few that survived. So yeah, it would seem there is some disagreement among cetaceans about what to do about the human problem. Some are choosing to fight, some are choosing to forge alliances. They're easing us into a little too much comfort, is what I would I don't trust it one bit. No. And yeah, the videos of gray whales popping up next to boats to just let people pet them on the head and remove little annoying bugs are crazy. These things are massive. They're twice the length of orcas and nearly 10 times the mass. We would be absolutely terrified to see one pop up to say hi, and not just because they're huge. They have every right to hate our guts after what humans have done to them. That's right. And yet, they approach us as friends. Or at least that's what they do in this one specific stop along their 10,000-mile migration back and forth between Mexico and Alaska. From the article, Another confounding aspect of the behavior is that the whales seem to only do this when they're in Baja, and generally don't continue the behavior during their migration up the West Coast or while they're in their foraging grounds. Lee Torres, a marine ecologist and professor at Oregon State University's Marine Mammal Institute, studies a population of gray whales that forage off the Pacific Northwest coast. When she was visiting a Baja Lagoon in March, she happened to see one of the whales she frequently studies off of Oregon. The whale behaved completely differently down there, Torres told Insider. It's unclear why the whales exhibit the behavior in the first place, let alone why they only do it in Baja. 
But Trites and Torres both said it could have to do with their priorities. When the whales are foraging, they eat enough in order to fast for the four to six months they are in Baja. So they're, they're snowbirds. The, this is what I was going to say. There's a much simpler explanation. They are on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Been hanging out in Alaska all year. It's fucking cold. It's hostile. There's bears the size of houses. They got these ice road truckers and these yeah. deadliest catchers. And, uh, you know, it's summertime, baby. Baja. Yo, what up, dude? Get some, you know. It's, uh, yeah. Spring break. <laughs> so, yeah, the prevailing theory seems to be that the whales are chilling. That's yeah. why they're so they're so chill. But as cool as it would be to have a giant whale come up for a pat on the head like a dinosaur-sized dog, we would hate to be around once these whales finally get the sonar messages that their cousins on the other side of the world are sending and have been sending. Mm -hmm. When that shit hits their whale inbox, I don't want to be around for that. An angry orca? That's bad enough. An angry gray whale? No thanks. But then again, Size doesn't actually matter that much. For example, we briefly went over this in the headlines half of the show on a recent episode, uh, but sea otters off the coast of Northern California are also acting a bit odd lately. And while sea otters might seem cute, they are still carnivores. And after being hunted nearly to extinction for their pelts in previous centuries, they too have plenty of motive to fuck shit up for us. Here's CBS News. A surfer in Santa Cruz was the latest victim of an aggressive otter who jumped on the back of his board and damaged it. But to make things even stranger, the Santa Cruz Police Department said this was not an isolated incident. An aggressive sea otter in the area is biting, scratching, and climbing on surfboards, the police wrote on Facebook on Tuesday. There have been four incidents of otter interactions with surfers in Santa Cruz. They said the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, or CDFW, is working to capture and relocate the otter. In a statement to CBS News, a representative for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said the otter in question is a five-year-old female exhibiting concerning and unusual behaviors, including approaching surfers and kayakers recreating in the area. So yeah, it sounds like this is all the work of one otter uh, known to authorities as 841. And the theory for what caused this is that 841's mother was raised in captivity and then fed by humans once back in the wild, which motivated her to climb onto kayaks and that 841 therefore learned this behavior from her mother and must be really annoyed that people aren't giving her the fish. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my part. Give me the fish. But yeah, regardless of why, one of the surfers whose board was attacked uh, recently shared footage of the encounter. And yeah, it's a lot more terrifying than it is cute. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd statistically, most Americans still probably think they would win this fight. But it's not a situation I want, I want to get myself into. I'd say, like, on land, maybe, but... Uh... Yeah, that's that's where they live. On their home turf? No thanks. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's especially scary when you see the damage that 841 was able to inflict on that board with just her teeth and claws. Until 841 can be captured and relocated, locals are advised of the situation, though, via flyers posted at the beach, which read, Warning! Aggressive sea otter in this area. Enter the water at your own risk. Keep away from marine wildlife. The only being on this planet that hates surfers more than sea otters is Jonah Hill. That, that warning, it extends and says, no bikini pictures. Yeah, do not. No surfing with other men. Do not post anything. That's for Jonah Hill's eyes only. That's right. Well, moving on now to even more bizarre animal behavior, this time on land. Birds are yet another corner of the animal kingdom which has seen its populations decimated by the spread of human civilization. And the birds who remain are often forced to exist in human environments that are hostile to them in often very petty ways, including, for example, spike strips installed on rooftops to prevent birds from congregating. But birds, like most animals, 
are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. And here's the Washington Post with some news about birds adapting to humans' inhospitality. Look up. The birds are taking charge. The hard metal spikes that humans install to prevent birds from perching have been found in nests across Europe. The birds are masterfully subverting their intended use, stripping them from buildings and bringing them to fortify their own homes and protect their offspring. Just the fact they're using these anti-bird spikes to protect their nests is like the perfect comeback. Aki Florian Heemstra, lead author of a study on the nests published this week, said in an interview, These rebellious birds are outsmarting us. <laughs> the birds, mostly of the Corvidae type, which includes magpies and crows, have been spotted making such nests that incorporate the hostile architecture in Scotland, Holland, and Belgium, according to Heemstra. The metal spikes are believed to give structural support to the nests, in some instances creating dome-like roofs, he said. They also come in handy for nest defense, Heimstra added, to ward off predators and protect eggs, such that the nest is like a fortress. His study was published in Dynsey, an online journal of the Natural History Museum of Rotterdam. I love it. Not only are they adapting, they're evolving. They're using it to their advantage. They are. This is why you never want to get on a crow's bad side. You really Or don't. a raven. They are... Quip smart, and uh, they are friendly if you're friendly to them, and they will be little bitches if you ever cross them. I got some magpies in my backyard. They they were gone. I don't know where they migrate to, but they were here last year, and they finally came back, and they are fascinating to watch because uh, they are horny as fuck. They're just out there, like, dancing and shit, and they hate my dogs. They're, like, atta oh, literally yeah, attacking them. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, your dogs should be careful because they're going to go digging around in a nest Get a face full of spikes. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, so yeah, it's Corvid's doing this. No surprise there. Crows and magpies are smart as shit. And there's tons of crazy stories of them doing stuff like using tools, remembering humans' faces, and even telling other birds about those humans. That's why I am always very nice. Yeah. Uh, you do not want to get on a crow's bad side or you'll be on every crow's bad side. Uh, and in areas, they are usually like families. Yeah. So they know about you. They know about you. They, they've been talking about you all day. I wonder what they think about your dogs. Um, I don't know. I mean, my dogs are kind of aggressive towards birds, but they're just sort of, I mean, I, yeah, I'd understand why they wouldn't like them. Yeah. But if they if they really had a problem, I think they'd be, it'd be, uh, the fight would be over pretty quick. Yeah. They, they just, they like harassing the dogs. They're mm -hmm. not looking for a real fight. Yeah, they're just testing. But yeah, if, if crows like you, they've been known to drop off all sorts of uh, shiny gifts to express their appreciation, so treat them nice. Yeah, it's no surprise that they've taken a tool designed to oppress them and repurposed it for their own uses. And as the article points out, these spikes might have another use in addition to nest defense. Jim Reynolds, an assistant professor in ornithology and animal conservation at the University of Birmingham, who was not involved in the study, agrees that the materials being repurposed is an adaptation technique for birds living and breeding in a city. There could be another advantage. Shiny, spiky nest fodder could be viewed as a quality indicator for potential feathery mates that this bird has a nice home and would make a good partner, he said. Well, he's got a spike strip. Yeah. I mean... I feel safe. No, I'm not going to go on a date with you. You don't even have a spike strip on your nest. Look at that nasty nest. Mm. Disgusting. You're still using twigs like some loser. This guy's got... It's all spike strips. Look at that thing. It's huge. Pathetic. Anyways, moving on now from animals back to humans. We We're... are animals. Okay, well, yes, true, mm -hmm. for now. But moving on now to a brief update on the Screen Actors Guild strike that began this week. Um, earlier this week, we talked about a Deadline article in which 
unnamed studio executives bluntly stated that their plan for the, uh, the other Hollywood strike, the WGA strike, was to just sort of wait out the writers until they got financially desperate enough to agree to the studio's terms. Quote, the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. Damn. And uh, yeah, as we assumed at the time, it seems that those quotes were very influential on SAG members' decision to join the WGA on strike. And here's actor Ron Perlman sharing his thoughts on the whole thing. The motherfucker who said we're going to keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments. Listen to me, motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. Some of it is financial. Some of it is karma. And some of it is just figuring out who the fuck said that. And we know who said that. And where he fucking lives. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. You wish that on people. You wish that families starve while you're making 27 fucking million dollars a year for creating nothing. Be careful, motherfucker. Be really careful. Because that's the kind of shit that stirs shit up. Peace out. Wow. Did he just threaten to burn down a studio executive's house? Maybe. Uh, apparently he deleted it, or it was at the end of a live that was deleted or something like that. Uh, you could tell it was a live because he said, we'll come for their houses. Gang, gang. <laughs> mm, ice cream so good. Balloon. <laughs> Arson so good. Arson so good. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, whoo. Yeah. I mean, but that's, you, you can tell he's like, you know, he, he's not acting right now for the foreseeable future, but like, that is raw talent. That is terrifying. Quite, quite the monologue, yeah. sir. <laughs> And that's that's obviously the defense he would use in court when he's accused yeah. of terroristic. He threat. was on Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> so it's yeah. fine, you know. He's he's Hellboy. It is interesting that he says that they know who said the quote because uh, uh, well, yeah. whoever did make that quote is probably scared for their life right now. Uh, I don't know if he said it intentionally or accidentally let it slip, but and I know you know executive salaries. There's probably a lot of people with the same salary, but he was very specific in saying that it was $27 million yeah. a year. Mm -hmm. Probably narrows it down a little bit. Yeah, because I'm sure one executive probably gets $28 million. One gets maybe $26 David million. David Zaslav's way above that. So, so is Bob it's probably Iger. not him. So um, We'll have to... Uh, Guess we'll see. Yeah. Guess we'll see. It, it's fire season here in LA, so sometimes houses catch on fire, and it's very sad when that happens. Very, very sad. Ugh. Uh, anyways, before we <laughs> move on to the headlines after this show, we first got to let you know that this episode is sponsored by AG1 by Athletic Greens, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. We both drink AG1 by Athletic Greens first thing in the morning because it, it's not only the easiest way to make sure you're getting all of your daily vitamins, it's also great for keeping that gut nice, healthy, and regular. AG1 is just one scoop of powder in water, and it tastes great, and it makes you feel good. AG1 has all your key health products like multivitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more, working together as one. It's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that deliver benefits like mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. AG1 is daily nutrition made really, really simple. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers all my nutritional bases. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for me. So if you want to take ownership of your health and try AG1, you'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com weird. 
That is drinkag1.com slash weird. Check them out. And this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. Nom, nom, nom. Mmm, summer's so good. Mmm, <laughs> gang, gang. From chef-crafted seasonal recipes to their new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. Pre-portioned ingredients help cut down on food waste, while step-by-step -step instructions make cooking a breeze, not a chore. Looking to eat well this summer? HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan dinners to choose from. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavorful recipes that leave you feeling satisfied. HelloFresh wants you to have it all, free time and fresh, tasty food. That's why they take care of the meal planning and deliver the ingredients so everything that you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right to your door. We, of course, often work late into the night bringing you fresh content, so we are big fans of HelloFresh's quick and easy recipes, like their sweet chili pork and cabbage stir-fry with crispy fried onions on next week's menu, with, which clocks in at just 20 minutes of prep. So we can get back to, to the, the content. To the content. <laughs> That's quicker than ordering takeout. Mm -hmm. So go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird50 and use code WeeklyWeird50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, that's 50% off plus free shipping by going to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird50 and using code WeeklyWeird50. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, you know what time it is. Time to get to the... Headlines. Uh, headlines. Mmm, headlines so good. Yes, yes, yes. Time for the headlines. The weirdest headlines from around the world mm, this so week. so weird. Uh, headlines you, so weird. Uh, make sure you leave a, uh, what is it? Uh, they call it Super Chat in the comments? No, you just leave it, press the cap. Yeah, the thank, that's right. Sorry, super, I forgot. Super thanks. Uh, it, put a thank down there and just pretend that we're reacting to it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you, Bobby. Do no boy. Do no boy. Do no boy. Gritty emoji. Gritty emoji. All right. Now we're getting into the headlines. Sorry about that. Uh, weirdest headlines. Elliot, when do you get started? Too much. Burger King's new offering in Thailand has no meat and 20 slices of cheese. It is too much because like it's like, yeah, cheese on a burger, one slice. You want to get decadent, two slices. Amazing. Yeah. 20 slices of not just any cheese, American cheese. Yeah. That's too much. That's disgusting. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not so good. Uh, uh, this is going to cause some serious digestive problems. I guess. I mean, especially it's like... they. I read some of the, well, at least one article on this, and they were saying that like there's a significant portion of the uh, Thailand population that is lactose intolerant. Yeah, that's like all, all of Southeast Asia. Like pretty much everyone has lactose intolerance because like dairy and cheese just like never really caught on. Uh, Are you among a bad the enough general dude population? To... Um, but I guess I guess that does kind of make it a novelty for like younger people because it's like this new thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is essentially it's grilled cheese. But it's not. It's not because there's no way to properly melt all that. Also, and it looks like it's it's coming out not melted at all it's yeah no uh, it, so in the promo pictures it is melted but I, i've seen like videos and pictures of people actually ordering it and it's not melted it's just straight out of the fridge it's like eating it's a that. block of cheddar yeah um weird uh, very very weird uh, too much <laughs> no 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 too much they too got much. they got it right with the quote too much too much cheese. It is funny though. Like I can see this working like logically for someone who's not American, because it's like okay, chicken burger, lamb burger, 
Cheese cheeseburger. Burger. Yeah. Cheese. So cheese is the main thing. And then they just take a, an entire block of Kraft singles and put it in between two buns. Yeah. I mean, listen, I love cheese as much as the next guy, but something about this is just deeply, deeply disgusting. I mean, just looking at it, because I've had so much American cheese in my life, I can taste, yeah. picture, I can, I can taste the texture and, the, and everything about it. It's so real to me. Yeah. And I know that it would be gross. Yeah. So pass for me. Nah, no thanks. Pass. I'll stick with the ice cream. I'll, I'll wait for Review Bra to uh, head to Thailand to try this out. He better wear a yellow tie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, 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 it does what it says on the tin. It's a giant block of cheese with two buns around it's it. It's too much. <laughs> Simply too much. Simply, simple. I'm going back to Florida. <laughs> Police rushed to home to reports of screaming woman only to find loud parrot. It, yeah, it happens. They do sound like people. That's kind of what they do. Help, help. Oh, my God. Help, yeah. police. Oh, it's just a bird. But then they have to question it because, okay, where did the bird learn this? Yeah, yeah. I where did know. you learn this? I don't actually talk. I'm just repeating everything that I've yeah, this, uh But, I mean, this is, you know, seeing how what the animals are all up to lately, this could be a ploy. When the animal invasion does happen, all of the, all of the parrots use their skills to lure emergency services mm. away from where the attacks will take place. Yeah. So that when they do happen, when the Corvids swoop in holding guns, which they've learned to use, mm -hmm. no one there to help. That's right. Animals working together against us. I am very suspicious of all animals right now. Well, we're, we're torching their planet, so we deserve yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I totally get where they're coming from, but like... I'm walking, walking real soft around all animals. That's right. I don't know what they're all up to, but I, I don't like it. I have been so friendly to every animal that I have yeah, seen lately. Listen, I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. I don't think they're going to care. I'm always bringing treats around for the strays in the neighborhood. I'm always petting them very nicely. I say hi to the birds. You know, I, I put my hand... Hi, birds! In... <laughs> I do! I do that! You leave your house like Pee Wee Herman in the morning. Hi, birds! Yeah. <laughs> Let me get on my bicycle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. Oh, a neighborhood cat. Yes, yes, yes. Pet, pet, pet. And at the coffee shop, they come around. I'll get like a croissant or something, and yeah. you know they they want the scraps. And well, maybe uh, maybe they'll spare you. That's why they call them sparrows. That's right. Yeah. Atlanta man attempts to rob nail salon, gets ignored by everyone. This is how you defuse the situation. Yeah, this video is pretty wild. He did end up taking a woman's cell phone just because she like had it in her hand and he snatched it out. But like everyone else in there just like doesn't make make eye contact, doesn't move, and he is clearly just baffled and frustrated. Fuck! And he just gives up eventually. Yeah. He's just like, God damn it, I suck at this. I'm a bad criminal. That's right. You are bad. Yeah. And, uh... I hope it, you learned a lesson. But yeah, it worked. I don't know if it'd work in every situation. I feel like a more bold criminal might escalate. But, um... Th I mean, no reaction at all is certainly a de-escalation tactic. tactic. Yeah. Uh, and this is honestly how I am around anyone that seems dangerous or crazy. Just ignore Yep. Do not engage. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would do it with someone pointing a gun at me, but uh, it's a tactic. I would simply hand over... I would, uh, sir, I'm going to cancel these credit cards immediately. Yeah, sure, take them. Yeah, yeah here you go. I don't care cash anymore, you idiot. I have renter's insurance. It'll yeah. pay for the phone you're stealing. Mm -hmm. So just take it. I'm making myself a target right now, aren't I? Yeah. Damn it. Anyway, here's a very exciting headline oh. for all the, all the movie fans out there. Yeah. You can buy The Flash as an NFT just weeks after hitting theaters. 
David Zaslav, what a resounding success. Clearly, your business genius knows no bounds. You wasted fucking, what, $300 million on this Flash movie? Wow, we only need like five people to buy it as an NFT it's for like $50 million each. The biggest bomb in years. Um, and uh, yeah, the funniest thing about this NFT news, though, is like, as we always say, this movie was supposed to come out a year ago. Mm -hmm. Clearly, the deal was signed a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah when NFTs were still seen as a viable technology, and they released the movie, and the NFT company, still in business somehow, called them up and said, hey, this remember that got, thing? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna need you to put this on the blockchain, and you you can't just bury this, you have to tweet it out, you have to do all this promotion for it, you have to act like it's not some weird relic of 2021. Also, another perfect example of how bad all this shit has always looked, because I saw I saw some previews of the interactivity of this. Yeah, it looks like a weird like point and click game from the early 2000s. Yeah, it looks like an old like they could do this on like a DVD menu. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, so it has the technological uh, advancement of the original Mist. I wouldn't. I mean, that's kind of an insult to Mist. Well, no, it is. But I'm saying like graphically. Yeah. And what you are able to do, it's just point and click. Yeah. And that's the future of but technology. But it's on the blockchain. That's right. That's right. Florida Japanese steakhouse closing after meth found in soy sauce. It's a real shame. I, I'm sure they were doing great business before that. This was our whole deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did it with a wink and a nod. But yeah, you knew that when you were coming down to this Japanese steakhouse, you were getting a meal and a show. Yeah. How does meth get into soy sauce? This is, someone had to have intentionally yeah, placed they were, meth they were in like, soy sauce. If you want the baggie of meth, you come in and you order the... A1 Wagyu. Nobody does too expensive. Nobody gets it. I'll, I'll drop the baggie in the soy sauce. We'll be all good. And then some highfalutin guy comes in, orders it for real, gets a baggie of meth, and then blows the lid off the whole thing. Yeah, they had a good thing going there. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Or it was just one of the cooks. Yeah, just a cook uh, having a laugh. Yeah. I don't know. Or accidentally having it go in there. How, how do you... It's such a small bottle. How do you accidentally get meth into it? It was a whole bottle? Uh, yeah, there was bottles. Uh, yeah, they tested the bottles oh. of soy sauce. Oh, hmm. I don't know. Maybe when he was filling it up or something. I Like, he just had the crack pipe going or whatever, or meth, meth pipe going, and just it's dropped very, a little bit in there while he was stirring it. Very strange. Lots of questions. Or maybe he was trying to drum up business. People keep coming back. We don't know why. But does meth makes you less hungry? Yeah, but it's addictive. I guess. Like, yeah, you do form a <laughs> mental like connection. Like, I don't know why, but I really want to go back to that Japanese steakhouse. Yeah, two slice, two pieces of sushi. I am full. No, thank you. No more. I'll take some more of that soy sauce, though. Also, they 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 were able to lay off their cleaning staff because the people would come in, they'd eat, and then they'd clean, right up. clean their own place setting yeah. like better than any professional ever would. That's, it was fucking spotless. Yes, uh, they will all be dying of heart disease because of the sodium intake, but uh, you know, and the meth, and the meth. But who's to say? The sodium's probably worse. Ooh, meth soy sauce? Aren't you worried about sodium? I'll take low-sodium <laughs> soy sauce, please. <laughs> low-sodium meth, please. Writer who defended Hitler on Twitter fired by Seattle Times after one column. And he moved there for the job. Yeah, this guy moved from Georgia to Seattle and just immediately started um, stirring up some shit on a local issue that has really... It's kind of old hat by now. It's been going on for like 30 years. Basically, there's a giant statue of Vladimir Lenin in uh, northern Seattle. It is 
on private property. It is privately owned. It is not owned by the city or anything. It does look like a public monument, but it is it is private property. Someone bought it from like a junkyard in the former Soviet Union and brought it over. And uh, yeah, there's been a lot of discourse about it over the years, obviously, but it's mostly just seen as like a sign of kitsch. It's just like, that's weird. Why would this... We used to have one in LA. Yeah, it's like, why... okay. Like On uh, La Brea. Yeah, it's it's mostly, it's just the, the weird juxtaposition of like, why is a, a, a Soviet statue here in the United States? Anyway, this guy like get, lands in Seattle and just immediately writes a column about this. And like everything he said is what other people have said. Like, oh, you shouldn't glorify London. Here's a bunch of bad things he did. Yeah. Which like, okay, fine. But then... He decides to go on Twitter.com, where nothing good ever happens, and uh, try to little, make a little money on Elon Musk's Twitter. Immediately, just goes into this like lengthy thread that's, of course, now all been deleted, where he uh, essentially, uh, essentially says that Lenin was worse than Hitler, and here's why. Which, like, again, it's an argument I guess you could make, but in doing so, you necessarily minimize the crimes of Hitler mm -hmm. and rationalize them in certain ways, which is exactly what he did. He's like, well, I mean, Hitler, Hitler was bad, but like uh, he had like, you know, he his logic was obviously wrong, but he had his reasons for exterminating the Jews. Whereas Lenin, he was just like killing everyone. So he's he's actually worse than Hitler. Day, day one on the job. By yeah, the way. literally that. And like it just got out of hand, doubling, tripling down. Um, and then, yeah, the Seattle Times is just like, look, buddy. We hired you to write, like, opinion columns, not, like, fucking make yeah. our Twitter intern's life hell. Get the you, fuck you, out of you're here. You're supposed to be reviewing the Barbie movie. <laughs> anyway, you love to see it. This is uh, one of the quickest, like, turnarounds I've ever seen in the, the, the world of journalism, where someone writes exactly one column after uprooting their life, and the place that hired them is like, okay, uh... Well, <laughs> shit. Mm. Toronto Zoo urges visitors to quit showing upsetting cell phone videos to gorillas. What the fuck are they showing these gorillas? I don't know. I've seen videos of them showing them fun stuff that they like. Yeah, and no, I've seen actually, the, my the, favorite is when people do magic for them. The the headline here. So apparently, people were just showing them fun stuff. Oh. But the zoo is like showing them anything on the phone is upsetting to them. Oh. But um, yeah, I guess the the gorillas they really they like it too much. That's why it. That they, yeah yeah they see, yeah. they see the cell phones. They see a whole world of possibility on these phones. And they get really excited, and that, that's that, by upset. That means it just like riles them up. Yeah. And they're like, they're spending more time, like they're all this screen time. They're just sitting there waiting for people to show them their phones when they should be doing gorilla stuff. I lost all my gorillas because they wanted to watch Pinky Doll on the iPhone. Yeah. I mean, I see both sides of this, but I think like if you're gonna take a majestic, noble gorilla out of the jungles of Africa and bring it to a, a fucking zoo where it has like I don't know. 300 square feet of space to live in its entire life. They have hands. They have eyes. They seem to like phones. Give them a fucking phone. Give them an iPad so it fits their hands better. Just mm -hmm. toss it in there. Like, let's see what happens. They're smart. We know that. But how smart are they? Give the gorillas an iPad. That's right. Make it maybe Get a really tough case on there. The OtterBox. Yeah, get like the best OtterBox there is. Yeah. Because they're they're going to see something upsetting and they're going to smash it. And, uh... They're going to do what humans do. They're going to immediately start jacking off. Yeah. Well, they already do that in zoos and it's it's always it's a, a learning experience. A bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially because for their size, they, they, they're not really packing much down there. No. It's pretty interesting. Mm -mm. But um, yeah, I mean, look, do what you do with children. You don't just give the kid the phone or take the phone away forever. You 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 have 
screen time. You have hours where the kid gets to use the phone. So let the gorillas have certain hours where you can show the gorillas what's happening on TikTok. Tell them about gang gang. <laughs> but then the rest of the time, no. It's gorilla time. Uh, we're just checking the gorillas tab this month. And it looks like, you know, this gorilla has racked up $200,000 worth of, what is this? Ice cream cone stickers? Ice cream so good. <laughs> GG. Balloons? We need to cut them off. Yeah, obviously don't give him a credit card. No. Man behind viral blue-black dress illusion charged with trying to kill wife. Yeah, y'all remember the dress? Who could forget the dress? I still, I don't know why, something in my brain refuses to allow me to see it as blue and black. Like no I only see it as blue and black. No matter how many times, now how many, how many like little mental tricks, I see it as white and gold. And like that is I insane can't to me. It. I know I, I I don't fucking get it. I've never seen it as white and gold. That's always been white and gold for me. This is why the show works. I literally, I'm not kidding. I can only see blue and black. No, I I can't. Well, you're the one. You have glasses, so maybe you're wrong. No, I. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's blue and black. I, and that's what's crazy. I, I, I know for a fact. I've seen what the dress looks like. But that picture, I'm like, no, that dress so is So what else gold. are you getting wrong? I don't know. Just that. Doesn't it freak you out a little bit to know that there's something else in the world that's slightly off? Well, no, like I'm in terms of I'm seeing the colors as they are in the photo, which are just completely off from reality. No, but I've seen the photo and it's blue and black. The No, the black, <laughs> the black in the folder is 100% like you take a color picker. It is golden. The oh. white is bluish too, but like, it's definitely not, there's no black in the photo. We are doing exactly what happened 10 years ago. Anyway, uh, the guy who's, back to the story, um, the guy- Tragic turn the story took. Yeah. The guy, okay, so originally I guess, I never knew the origin story of this, but yeah, some, some woman who was getting married posted this photo to Facebook saying uh, her mother-in-law, the mother of her fiance, uh, was dress shopping for the wedding and sent the picture to see what people thought. And so she posted it to Facebook and said, what, what color is this? Anyway, the guy, the son of that mother-in-law, I guess tried to kill his wife and has been abusing her the whole time. And, uh, he, and he finally got busted for that. So um, that's a not fun little uh, no. footnote to uh, an, uh, a moment in viral history like they often have. Yeah. That was Hey, uh, remember the dress? Yeah, wasn't that like eight years ago? Hey, the guy tried to kill his wife. Oh, thanks for bringing All me right. down. Well, that's something, I guess. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Was it the dress that did it? Were they arguing over the dress? Damn Daniel lives in a cabin upstate somewhere, and he just sends letter bombs to people. Yeah, he's uh, very, very damn Daniel. That's Everyone's like, damn, Daniel. Damn the world, Daniel. That's right. Would you stay in this Airbnb, which is just a bed in a bathroom? Man, Airbnb has just, I mean, it, it constant late, lately, just bad stories about Airbnb. It's too far, like, it's just not worth it at all anymore. And uh, yeah, this latest one is a guy that like, I guess, I guess it was just a room. You, they still have like the room for rent thing with some person, some guy in London on This business. is what Airbnbs were supposed to be, by the way. Uh, well, <laughs> sort of. But yeah, some guy in London for a couple days rented a room. I don't know what the original pictures on the listing must have been. They must have been very uh, carefully shot. But yeah, he gets there, and it's just a really big bathroom, like tiles everywhere, shower, toilet, with a twin bed. It's just like a hotel bathroom. room. Uh, Some hotel no, rooms, they don't have actual doors. No, for the bathroom. it's more like a prison cell. No, this was just like a really nice boutique 
hotel room. It's like a farmhouse revival prison cell. If you just put the word boutique on it and cozy, then you're fine. Folks, we love uh, resting our head at night to sleep just inches from where we recently took a shit, don't we? Yes. As long as the price is right. Yeah, this is just the latest uh, Airbnb thing of people realizing, hey, maybe I should just go to a hotel. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe hotels were right about this thing the whole time. Maybe it is nice to show up and just have a normal fucking room and uh, not all this weird fucking shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. We only had to spend 10 years figuring it out. Airbnb so bad. Hotel so good. <laughs> you have to stop. We're over this now. I can't stop. We're going to do it at least one more time. Man's tongue turned green and hairy due to rare reaction to cigarettes. Yeah, it's a real disorder. It's called a uh, hairy green tongue. No, really? Yeah, I'm going to show it just right now that you've been warned. Five, four, it's bad. Three, two, last warning, one. All right. Yeah, that's the hairy green tongue, and uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. And I guess it's, um, this guy was on antibiotics, and he's like a chain smoker, and some reaction between those two things. Um, I didn't know this, but your taste buds, they're like hair. They grow like hair. They just naturally, like, shave themselves. And if something goes wrong with that process... The taste buds just continue to grow like hair, um, and uh, and so they look like hair. I don't know where the green comes from. Probably something bad. Probably something you don't want. But that's that's the fun fact of the day: is your tongue can forget to keep itself nice and trimmed and can grow disgusting hair. On One it. more reason to quit smoking, and never take antibiotics. <laughs> sure. The only, the only cure you need is nature's cure, your own urine. That's right. You drink it because it's healthy and sterile. It's not sterile. It's not true. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, the movie Dodgeball has done irreparable harm. Yeah, stop quoting that. Rip Torn is dead. And do you yeah. know what killed him? Drinking piss. That's right. No. Probably years of alcoholism. Piss so when good. It... Yum, yum. <laughs> gang, gang. That's where we stopped. <laughs> That's right. That's the end. It's over now. And so is the episode. Please like the video, even though we forced you to look at that hairy tongue. If you click the like button, something happens on screen that might cause you to do some sort of involuntary reaction. Yes. When you click it, go, yes, yes, yes. Fireworks, Uh, so good. mm -hmm. And then like every comment you see. Yeah. Reply to every comment. Leave a comment of your own. But make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And if you haven't already, we have two other videos. We have a full breakdown of the actor's strike. We have... uh, an RFK event that devolved into screaming and farting. Gassy. And among many other things. Check both of those videos out and have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.